Hello, everyone. Welcome to High Vibes and a Mic. We are your hosts, Sylvia Madden and Veronique Ananter, moms in our 40s and 50s with lots of great spiritual insights and funny stories to light up your day. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, welcome back to the show. Sylvia here and I'm with Veronique. Hi Veronique. Hello Sylvia, how are you? <laughs> Doing good, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today we are going to talk about open adoptions and what is yeah. the side, uh, talk about the side that people don't usually talk about that much. It's not mainstream, you know, like not mm-hmm. as discussed as it should be. Uh, Veronique adopted a, a little girl last year through open adoption. Yeah. And so she's going to let us know how it went, like, you know, the overall impression of the process. So, Veronique, let us know. <laughs> Tell us, how was it? Yeah, open adoption. So, so, yeah, we started, we talked about it a little bit in a previous podcast, and I went through some um, points, but uh, to go in, into more details, uh, it could be, it could be, yeah, he has his challenges. He has also his benefits. I mean, we're really, really happy. We have our little girl now for 17 months now, and she's, uh, she just started, she's a toddler. She started to be, um, in the big rooms with the bigs now at daycare, and she's doing very well. She's very happy. Um, but to start, yeah, as a, if you start, if you plan on having an open adoption, um, the, yeah, the main things, the hardest things at the beginning would be to be chosen. You know, it's always mm-hmm. something you have to wait, and the wait can be long because uh, I see some families. You know, I sometimes I go on, I still go on the website to check because yeah. um, I remember some of the family we, we started with. I remember the faces. You know, we're in the same classes. We took you have to take some classes, yeah. and I look at the website and they're still waiting, and it's been almost two years, and really? we started the process three years ago. Yeah. So some families, they've been waiting for three years at least for a baby. So I feel very blessed and very lucky that it took us only nine months. And yeah. we had also a call before. So it, for us, it, it kind of happened very fast. So, yeah, so that's one point. Uh, being chosen by somebody for, by a birth mother can be very um, stressful. You know, you have to wait. Mm-hmm. And then when you're chosen, it doesn't even mean that's going to work out because you have to be matched. You have to match, right? So the agency is trying to match you according to what you wrote on your file and what she's looking for. They think, okay, this is a good match, but then you have to meet and talk, mm-hmm. to talk with her, right? To see yeah. if it's a, it's a good fit. And um, I remember the um, the lady at the agency, she was telling us a story that a family, they met their birth mother, they went for lunch, and at lunch, the woman, you know, she was smoking and she oh. was all the, <laughs> she was heavily pregnant already. She was going to have the baby soon, right? She was smoking. But, you know, those, this, this woman, they have issues. That's why, you know, they're placing their kids, obviously. Yeah, a lot of you know, them, if, yeah. 
Like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, if you're good and everything, if you're married, you're not going to, you know, give up your baby, right? So yeah. she was smoking. She wasn't drinking, but she was smoking. And she was, I don't know if she had like French fries and a burger or something, but nothing, you know, really like she didn't have a salad and everything. And the family were, the, were like, oh, you know, maybe you shouldn't smoke. And maybe you should have, you know, some organic food and something like that. And from that, that was it. She didn't choose them. She was like, okay, we're done here. You know, because, <laughs> and the, the lady at the adulty was like, she is not your surrogate. You have to understand that. She's a woman looking to place her kid, but she doesn't want to be told by strangers that she doesn't know how to what behave. To what to do. And if she misbehave, or if she does something wrong, you know, you're going to know it's in her shot. Okay, she takes drugs, or she smokes, or she does that and that. After it's, you know, it's also your 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 right not to accept, you know, mm-hmm. to be matched with her. I wouldn't match. So you, you can't say anything to them that, oh, you're doing, you're smoking crack. You can't say it's no. bad for them. So, no. I mean, I would just be like, I'm not interested then, of course. I mean, I, she's I don't want to... Obviously, she's not going to smoke crack in front of you. Yeah, but... <laughs> because that's not allowed. <laughs> I think she's going to restrain from that. But in your, in your shot, no, they tell you, you have a shot when they say, do you accept somebody who smoke crack, who does cocaine, who does oh this, that is, you know, yeah. you have to choose. Mm-hmm. And, and after you, you do your own research, actually, people who do cocaine or crack or, or even meth, it doesn't really affect the baby most of the time. You know, the baby is really protected. So it's going to come out with addiction, but after a few weeks, it's going to be okay. But the, the worst thing actually is alcohol. So that's why mm. we, we said no on our fights. We said no to alcohol because alcohol, the baby, if she's heavily alcoholic, the baby's going to come out. But cigarettes too. Cigarettes are awful for babies. Yes. But you're smoking during the pregnancy. The going to come out with a uh, birth defect. That's oh, the but thing. it comes out with uh, respiratory problems, all kinds of problems. It's it and, can have and asthma. Birth defect too. It can have asthma. Birth defect too. Most of my, the parents I know, they, so especially in France, everybody was smoking, okay? Most mm. of the kids, they didn't have, you know, birth defect when they came out. We have asthma, you, have, you, you can have issue, but the cigarette, I mean, you can have a cigarette compared to meth. <laughs> I mean, or, you know, cocaine, I think a cigarette is okay. <laughs> All the, the baby boomers from the 60s and the 70s, everybody was smoking. So, uh, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. but so that was the main issue with um, what the, the agency tell us, you know, don't tell them, you know, what to do because they're not going to listen to you, you know, they don't know you. So that's the yeah. main thing. So okay. yeah. when we met our birth mother the first time, we were very careful, you know, she was okay. She wasn't smoking or anything like that, but we were very careful what we were saying, you know. Oh, actually, no, there was, a, she was saying that, tell us, telling us that she had a, actually a toothache. But she didn't mm. want to go to the doctor because she didn't want to take any medication, you know, for the baby. And so my husband was like, oh, you know, they're going to give you something safe. They can give you Tylenol or whatever. She didn't like it. Then she ended up, it happened exactly what the lady from the agency said. She texted me like later. She said, I didn't like, you know, when your husband told me to do this, to do that. You know, I don't need to be told what to do. And I was like, oh, my God, here wow. we go. We're done. Okay, we're done. And I was like. No, you know, it was just, you know, a suggestion because you were telling us you were in pain. So we're just, you know, telling you, you know, maybe yeah. you could do this or that. She's like, oh, okay, yeah. thank you for letting me know. But we have to, uh, you know, this kind of, you know, person, sometimes they're not in their right mind. Yeah. So you have mm-hmm. to be and be careful, you know, if you're not used to it. Yeah. So that's one thing. Um, 
one thing also when you do open adoption and you have to be ready for this, you know, they can change their minds until the mm. last minute, until they sign the paper saying that, you know, okay, I'm giving my rights away. I don't have any rights. They can change their mind. Uh, you go to the hospital and they tell you, you know, you're not the parents, you're the babysitter for the next three weeks because she has three weeks to sign paperwork. So she can sign right, right away. She can sign after three days. But until she signed and it's been recorded at the court, which can take another two weeks, you're not the parents. Mm, and yeah. of course, mm-hmm. when you go to the hospital to you know to collect the baby, don't come with your family. Don't come. It's not a party. <laughs> you have to be very yeah. sensitive, right? She's sad. Yeah. She's giving up her baby. So you have to be very sensitive. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> sorry, yeah. so yeah, she can change her mind. Um, and how, also, do you, how did you feel during that process of waiting? Oh, it was horrible. Because like, I mean, you, during you just the process like to, of, of, of waiting? Not, no, yeah, until it's signed. Like, how did you oh, feel? Of, uh, like... I, I didn't even announce. I only told, told mm. you know, close friends and family, and not even the whole family. We only told uh-huh. our parents. I didn't tell I didn't tell my aunts, my cousin, I didn't tell anybody because I'm like, can you imagine if I announce everybody and after she's like, actually I want my baby back? Yeah. No. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't need that. I don't need everybody mm-hmm. calling me and saying, We're sorry. No, I don't need this. Yeah. <laughs> <Instead> <laughs> yeah. of don't know. And maybe one day I would tell them, you know, oh, you know, we adopted that baby, it didn't work out. Yeah. But I don't yeah. want like fifty people calling me and saying we're sorry. No. I know. Ugh. Sometimes they think they're helping, but it's worse, isn't no, it? No, it's like, worse. Because it just mm-hmm. remind you know, put you back in the situation. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was uh we went we went home, but we were like on edge for actually we were kind of lucky again, we were on edge for four days because she only took four days to sign. So mm-hmm. she didn't sign right away because she was very tired. Then the agency told her, you know, when are you ready? She said, Okay, I'm ready after two days, she said I'm ready to sign. Then she cancelled because she was really tired. And then she called back and two days later, she signed the paperwork. So four days, after four days, we were able to tell everybody. Not bad. Um, The thing also, so she has the option to stay in the life of the baby or she has the option because it's open adoption or she has the option to do a close adoption, to disappear. So the thing thing that can be uh, a bit confusing sometimes is if they choose to have an open adoption and they start having contact with the baby and one day they just disappear. So you have to be prepared for that too. You know, they just disappear from your life and it's better if it happens at the beginning or when the kid doesn't really know what's going on, it's a baby. Because if he happened after a few years, uh, the kid's going to ask you, know, where's my, where's my birth mother? Where is she? That's a lot of questions you don't want to answer to. But because they're not really, you know, sometimes they're not, they have mental health issue or they have other issue. You know what can happen. So for us at the moment, we have an open adoption and it's going 50-50. It's not easy because we also have our issue with uh, our birth mother. But um, hopefully, you know, our daughter is going to know, you know, where she comes from. So, But wait, but yeah. like uh, you're saying that, uh, that she, what if the ba- the mother disappears after? But the whole point of being adopted by another family, you're with the other family, so your child is not going to have any connection with this birth mother. So you wouldn't affect the child knowing that the birth mother is gone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's better, it's better if she does that. It's better that she, it happens when she when she's a baby, right? It's but that means they're going to develop know. a relationship with the open adoption. So if, open, yeah, you develop a, a relationship, but it's not going to be the same as with the parents. I mean, that's what we understand. 
because mm. we when we do the you have to do a seminar when you do the open adoption you have to do several seminar and in one of the seminar you have birth mother that come and talk to you guys talk to you to us and explain mm. you know how it's going to happen and the two birth mothers we talk to they say you know they don't feel like they're the mothers because they don't raise the kid they don't feel like their mom one of them said you know i feel more i feel more that like i'm an aunt or something like that she's like i can see my kid I don't live very far, so I can see my kid, you know, growing and being healthy and happy. But she had, um, uh, how do you call that? Uh, you know, when you change mood all the time. But be bipolar. Bipolar. She's bipolar. Just some issues. She's bipolar, and she doesn't have a lot of money, so she knew she couldn't, you know, raise the kid. And the the dad also had mental issue, so she knew she couldn't raise a kid. But um, so she said her kid is, is really well-raised, is um, good in his mind. And he just tell people, you know, oh, I have two mom. I have the mom who raised me and I have, you know, my birth mother. But she said, as a birth mother, I don't feel like, I don't feel like, you know, his mom. I feel more that, like his aunt. And she's not trying to take the place of the mom. She's not telling the mom how to raise the kid or to do anything. Because, and also she said, I travel a lot. So it's not like I'm on, in his life all the time. I see him once, once or twice a year, and I, I receive picture, and, and that's it. But the thing is that they, they of course, they're gonna put a person, the agency, to mm -hmm. a witness that is in the best behavior. They're not gonna bring. Oh, let me bring this one who actually wants to be the mother again. They're not gonna do that. That's the thing. Oh, no, and they're gonna sure bring, bring, uh, bring the most perfect example that is so everything well, well and uh, they're not gonna bring. Oh, how about all the other options that are actually? That could Actually, no, they bought actually two people. So one was, this one was good. And the other one wasn't that good, actually. Oh, but she the other a, one said like she re regretted having adopted. She, she not she regretted, but she couldn't see the kid anymore. Something happened with the family that the family she was, where she placed her kid, they had another adopted kid. She had two adopted kids, not from her at all. One was from her and the other one was somebody else. And apparently the second kid was confused. He thought that she, she was his mom too. So he started asking questions he's like, so you're not my mom? What's going on? So they started to have some confusion and the parents were like, okay, this is too confusing for the kids. I think we're going to have to take a step, step back. And they told her, you cannot see your kid anymore. So she was yeah. there, you know, telling us, you know, I'm, I'm bad now. I cannot see her anymore. And so we were all like, okay, so for how long, you know, how long are you going to, and she said, I don't know, you know, it's not my decision. It's the, it's the uh, parent's decision. And she looked like she was fine with it. So of course they're not going to, give us the the worst scenario with a woman saying, oh, I want my kids back. <laughs> because I don't even <laughs> think those kind of people anyway would want to do a seminar, would want, you know, to, to, to witness for us because they're not right in their minds. That's what I think. And I think they're always, um, they're always going to present to people who are kind of okay in their minds and have accepted, you know, their decision. Because mm. the issue we have with ours is that I think she regrets and she doesn't accept the, the decision that she made. And that's mm -hmm. why we have all those, those uh, issues. Which brings me to, um, they need therapy. And I think the two women we, we were talking to, they went to group therapy because the agency actually uh, offers in the, <clears throat> sorry, in the whole process, you can help them, you know, uh, paying for group therapy. Mm -hmm. And we did for our birth mother, but she refused. And I think that was a big mistake because she, she would have gone there. There's other birth mothers, there's therapists, and they actually talk about their experience. And maybe she would have understood better, you know, what she was doing. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, and I think you need therapy to heal, you know, to forgive yourself because you know you're placing your kid. It's a it's a big deal. So if you can forgive yourself and if you can accept what you did, the rest of the you know of the journey might might go better. Because you know, yeah. if she was okay with us. We might be more open. We might be, you know, it would be easier for everybody. But right now, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a bit of a roller coaster. So um, you sign it. Uh, I think it's the regular uh, way to do it. We signed a contract for 12 years, <laughs> 12 mm. years of uh, open adoptions. So we have to respect, you know, the picture once a month, the visit once a year, stuff like that. And after 12 years, um, to our daughter, she's going to be, the one deciding, you know, I want to stay in contact or this is so much, con- or, you know, I just want to see her or I don't want to see her more or whatever. So we'll talk again after uh, after 12 years of the term of the contract. We'll see if she's still in our lives. Because I'm not, to be honest, I'm not even sure she's still going to be there because she's mm. really, she's really unstable. So I'm not yeah, really sure. Yeah, I don't know what to expect. Yeah, we never know what to expect. Mm-hmm. So we see what happened. Um, the thing they need to understand, I mean, also when they have, you know, those mental issues, they didn't understand that this is not a divorce. We're not co-parenting. Yeah, and I that's think, the thing. Yeah. That's one of our issues. So, you know, she thinks we're co-parenting and we're not. We are the mm-hmm. parents. We're making the decision. You are not. You, mm-hmm. you, you got your rights away. So, unfortunately, you have, unfortunately, you have to accept, you know, what we're doing for her. Uh, I think I think she was under the impression that I was going to be a stay home mom for the next five years, and the baby is not going to never going to go to daycare. And I was like, I never said that. When you met me, I was working full time, and I, I told her, you know, I'm going to um, slow down a little, maybe go part time to take care of Naomi, of course. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to give up my job. I, we still need to work. Okay, see the barrier. We need to work. And I think when I told her, you know, oh, I found a daycare for the baby, she was all She was like, oh, already? Oh, I want to get. I guess you can went back to to work. I'm like, yeah, I had to go back to work. So even that, she was making a big deal. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of details. And you know, at the beginning, we didn't we didn't pick on that. Mm. We thought, oh, that's just her personality. And yeah. after you know, it became unravel all. It's a bit crazy. We're like, okay, now we have issues. So I think that's why they really need therapy. They need to be supported because some of them, you know, they don't accept their decision. And it's a big, big uh, source of stress for everybody. Yeah. Um, Also, um, what else? Yeah, I think also, yeah, we have to accept as um, adopting parents, you know, that Naomi is going to have, she's going to have two moms and that's it, you know. She's not going to call us the same. I mean, she's still in our life. I need to accept her course. That's her birth mother. She, she gave her life, so I'm not going to pretend that she doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. But as long as she accepts not to co-parent, that I'm the parent, I'm not going to say, you know, you cannot see her, you cannot do that. I mean, yeah, I've never been against, you know, open adoption, so that's not a big deal. Uh, so thoughts. there is an option for a closed adoption? You yeah, can choose... The- that if you not want. you not as a parent uh, not as an adoptive parents the the birth mother can choose oh she can oh, say okay. you know I want nothing to do with the kid I'm out okay but you know mm-hmm. cannot go and say you know I don't want her to have contact no no she has rights really so, wow okay. yeah 
Yeah. I don't okay. know if it's America, if it's California. I think it's in America because the babies mm. come from, can come from where, where um, any state. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Maybe. I think, uh, yeah. And I think it's, uh, they do that now in more countries. In France, so that's where I'm from, uh, there's no contact. It's always close adoption. And mm-hmm. when you have the baby, the baby is already at least two months, two or three months, because the mom has three months to change her mind. So when oh, she gives okay. birth, the baby is placed in a family, in a foster care, in a mm-hmm. family for three months. And she has three months to change her mind. After three months, that's it. She's done and she has no contact. And the baby is never going to know who she is. And the baby is placed and they call you and they say, we have a baby for you. And that's it. But there's okay. no open adoption and there's, no, there's yeah, none of that. Yeah. yeah. I like it. that because three months is time, uh, enough of a time to be like, okay, to think, yeah, to I think want about it. it. Three months. Mm-hmm. Although mine took six. After six months, she came back and she's like, oh, actually, I want to know her. So you never know, you know, you never know what can happen. Yeah, but it's different. She wasn't with the baby since the beginning. So then, oh no, but the mother doesn't. She goes to no, the baby was foster care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Foster mm-hmm. care. Yeah. Yeah. And that also brings me to there's a difference, you know, in America. Uh, with foster care and adopting. And I think she, sometimes I think she thinks that she put the baby in foster care. That's why she's trying to parent and mm-hmm. you're like, ooh, ooh, hello, baby's not in foster care. You're not going to get her back. So we need yeah, to put that in your yeah. mind, right? She's not foster care. I if hope the wanted, agency is helping her, you know, deal with, dealing with all no, these mental it. issues. That, no, they're she done. Doesn't, she doesn't want okay. any help. We try mm-hmm. for a year. Okay. They don't want, you know, most of the time they don't want help. You know, they're in their own world. and Yeah, they're like, I don't need any help. I'm fine. Yeah. She said she has a home therapist, mm. but the agency was like, but is it an uh, adoption um, uh, specialist therapist? Because that's what you need. Somebody who deals with adoption, you know, because it's a special it's a special thing. But I don't think her, ther- her therapist might be just for her, for her issues. Mm-hmm. But not, it doesn't be know to know how to talk to her about adoption. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, yeah. So, well, yeah. Very interesting. Contact, yeah, I'm going to be in contact with her as long as it doesn't affect Naomi, you know, if she doesn't mm-hmm. do anything that's going to hurt the baby or whatever. I'm all for open adoption. Even if she does stuff that doesn't go with us, we can deal with it. But as far as long as she's not, you know, hurting mentally Naomi, we should be okay. So mm-hmm. right now we're just praying that everybody's gonna go along. You know, it's gonna be, it's gonna uh, get along, and um, that we can think about the the welfare of the baby. That's what's important, and not our personal issue. You know, with each other. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm just praying for her. I'm just praying that she can find peace, because she's not in peace. Um, she goes to church and everything, so I'm sure she's, she can find peace over there. But I just want her to accept, you know, her decision because we didn't call her. We didn't call you to tell us, you know, to tell you, you know, give us your baby. You chose yeah. us. Yeah. You chose us for a good reason. So now let up, let us parent. Pascal told her all the time, trust us. You chose us. You know, we talked to before, you know, we met Naomi, we talked to you and you chose us for a reason. So now you mm-hmm. have to let it go. You have to trust us. Yes. She will eventually. Yeah, uh, I think she will. And I think maybe when, 
if she's happy, you know, when maybe she knows she's meet somebody else, maybe she has her own family and she's going to understand, you know, how to raise a baby, how, how, how hard it is. Maybe she would be like, oh, you know, oh, I made a mistake, you know, with those parents and I was misbehaving and, you know, I regret a little bit. So yeah, it's only the, I mean, it's only the beginning. So maybe now, you know, another year, might take another year now. She'd be, uh, I'm just praying God and I'm sure God is going to hear my prayer, you know. <laughs> yeah. Keep praying. Yeah. Keep praying. You always girl. listen to me. I'm going to pray my angels, you know. Uh, I'm reading this new big this new book uh, about you know talking to the actually talking to the angel of the person. That oh, was really yeah. interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, from mm-hmm. Catherine Ponder. So yeah. that's going to be maybe our next uh, podcast about that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, yeah, I never thought about that. Praying to the angel of the other person. Yeah, isn't it? This what they can intercede for you. That's a good yeah. one. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, keep doing yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So, All right, guys. I yeah, think, uh, the, yeah. That's where sure. we are right now. So I'll keep, you know, I will keep you guys uh, update on the situation if something new happened or something better happened or something worse. We'll see. <laughs> yes, we are going to make another episode about that mm-hmm. later on. Yeah. Let's see yeah. where this story, the soap opera is going to go. <laughs> Telenovela. Telenovela. <laughs> Seriously. Ooh, baby. All right, then. So, hope you enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Talk to you Bye-bye. later. Bye. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to High Vibes and a Mic. Until next time, laugh hard, stay silly, and never forget to bring your sense of humor. Please follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest.